Okay. What did it during the break here? Okay, you know that I bring some candy. Oh, yeah. Lindens and Dove are my favorite. You're way too nice to me. And so, okay, I, I forget it's summer. <laughs> and that when you leave things in a very hot, hot car, things melt. What'd you do? <laughs> All of a sudden, I was looking into this thing, and I'm like, what the heck? And I'm looking at it, I forgot. I was self-reminder. Take the chocolate out of the bag each week. Don't let it sit in the cot car till next week. Okay, well, didn't didn't get that memo in my head. Didn't read it. So I looked at some of the stuff that was in the bag here, and it's like, it was all, you know how something melts chocolate gets white? You know, and it's not supposed to be yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. It gets a little chalky. <sighs> so needless to say, I just cleaned out the bag. in the. It'll remelt. You cook with it. No, I just threw it in the trash. Oh, come on. What a waste of well, good chocolate. Well, there you go. Are you kidding? It's all white. You chop it up, you cook with it. Yeah, but if if I won't eat it in that form, why would I want to chop it up and eat it in something else? Well, because it'll remelt together. It's the hardening after the melt that makes it unpleasant now that it has. Oh, is yeah. it? So Didn't it'll I, be fine if you put it in things to cook. I got a basket full over, and I cut a full, but I got, if you want to dig through the basket, <laughs> they're Do all make, the melted pieces. Make chocolate chip cookies, it won't be I did not know that. Fine. I thought it did something weird to the chocolate that it's like not. It could be not well for you. It might make you sick. No, it won't make you sick. It's, I mean, it's, there's like milk and chocolate and like shea butter, but there's also a mm-hmm. lot of preservatives and like the way the chocolate is oh, okay. shipped to you. So you're probably well, fine. You. I doubt it's going to make you ill. Okay. Yeah, well, well, I just threw it all out like be me bad. And I love that. Dub and Linden's. Oh, well, okay. It is estimated that one acre of woodland spiders can eat more than how many pounds of insects per year? Eight pounds, 18 pounds, 80 pounds, or 8,000 pounds? 18 pounds. 80 pounds. God, that is a Spiders eating stuff in one acre. I believe that with the wolf spiders, but wow. They didn't say what kind of spider, just said one spider. You know, I mean, it's estimated that. They're very capable creatures. (laughs) So imagine it's all spiders because they didn't specify a breed. A breed. A breed of spider. A breed of spider. <laughs> <laughs> this is my purebred. You know, my one sister was uh, the youngest one. She's kind of a flower child. And she had an aquarium that she would collect spiders. Oh, And put cool. them in the, in, the, in the terrarium. I have no problem. <laughs> but your mom loved that. Just make sure they cannot get out of the aquarium. <laughs> okay? Because mom well, is not very hept on spiders. And mom wasn't <laughs> hept on rats. And my brother came home. You know how uh, at the end of the school year you had a rat in the classroom? Yeah. Okay, who's going to take him home for the summer? And my brother raises his hand. And so did <laughs> not. Mom that. Did not okay it with mom. Okay. Dad could care less. But anyway, so he comes home with Stanley. <laughs> ah, Stanley. A big, white. What a great name. Albino rat. You should have heard my mom. It, I, the whole block knew something was wrong at the wonky house. Anyway, and because he came home with a cage and the whole kit and caboodle, my mom, she said, "You put, put him in the in the um, in your room and you keep that door shut." Okay, but at that time we had two cats too, and she was like, "But the, she, the look of it just give her the willy nilly." Yeah. Well, anyway, so Dave would come down into the into the den with you know Stanley, made sure all the cats were out. I would play with them and that. And mom just kept getting nosier and nosier, like, 
you know, it looks, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you see in it? And so he would show some little things that the rat could do. And she was just, and then he would ride on the shoulder and then, but what really we'd mom out at the tail would come underneath the chin. Oh yeah. So you, 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 you know, you saw the, the prehensile tail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, but it took mom that whole summer and she finally put like one finger in Stanley. <laughs> well, anyway, so then Stanley went back to school. Okay, so then, but in the meantime, the rest of us kids were pretty peaked on that. I was like, hey, it'd be fun to have a rat. Well, guess what? We went and got hooded rats. You know, they're blackhead, white yeah. bodies. Well, sometimes they got spots on. And anyway, and we, my mom was just like, no, because dad <laughs> helped us. Oh, and, she lost that battle. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, but she got desensitized and all of a sudden she would sit still and hold the one. But if it moved, she wigged out. But she always <laughs> made sure that they had water. Okay, and that they was kept clean. What a okay? good mom! Yeah, but okay, oh she loved you more than she hated rats. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I I still to this day is funnier than heck. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, let's go to patient people on the line. <laughs> oh, we got to go back to. Yeah, uh, we are. We are still. Yeah. T- we are still talking with. It, it looks like Mary. Yes, right? Mary. Okay, Mary. Sorry about yes, that. <laughs> Get out yes, of my nose. No okay. No so now, so with the hotspots, yeah, water sometimes can, because, uh, you know, get into it. But usually, mostly, like when I talk to holistic vets and such like that, it usually has to do with the diet, and then stress is usually with that. But if the water, if the dog, because usually dogs that are, like, obsessed with water, they have more chronic ear problems. They have swimmer's ear, you know, like humans get. Okay, but as far okay. as the hot spots, so anything kin, but usually you go to the diet and to stress that causes a lot of the hot spots. Because I know a lot okay. of dogs that have never been near water and are dealing with a lot of hot spots, and so that is yeah. stress. And well, it's, it's, and that's interesting. You say that. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, but my not... son recently moved out. Okay. So I wonder if that's his stress because he's pretty close with him. Oh yeah, and that's a the, huge. And then the diet. I would have never thought that hot spots were. Yep. Uh, could be okay. Yeah. Wow. No. Yep. Okay. You know, I'm like glad I con- yeah, construction. You know, people like getting. You know, when he had all the storms come through, everybody getting their roofs repaired. That unnerved a lot of dogs, <laughs> and so that's why, like, yeah, no. If somebody left that normally is there, that's part of his circle. That's huge stress. That's huge stress. Okay. 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 Well, thank you very much. Okay, you, Kato, you gave me some education and then make sure, today, and I okay, and make sure that air that the area where the hot spot is is kept open because what air gets to it, it help dry it out. You want it? Is it weeping? It was, and he, the vet gave me antibiotics right away, some steroids, some okay. stuff, itching, and ointment to put okay. on. Okay. And he's gotten better in the last 24 hours, oh, i got to say. But I'm sure that felt really good when they shaved, you know, the whole side yeah. of his face. I just couldn't believe how big it was. And yeah. I encourage your listeners, if they think that it is a hot spot, to get them in right away. Yeah, because those hotspots can spread really fast. Yes, and then so. he had a, a fever of 103. Oh, my. Okay, yeah, that's a fever. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so. unreal. Well, good good mom, though. You picked up on all that. You got it squared away, and we're on the mend, okay? Yes, yes. So thank you for everything, and you, you take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, hot spots can are, can cause by like stress causes a lot. Even your stress, maybe you didn't have anything coming, come and come and go, come and go in your house, or you got another pet or anything like that. Like you think causes stress? No. If you're stressed, dogs pick up on our stress too, and it, they try to absorb some of it. You remember they can smell yeah. how we're feeling, and so that's why you know it's um, a lot of times until I bring that up. Okay, is there any stress going on? Somebody comes, somebody leave, da da da. So anyway, okay, who's up?
Well, next up we have Tim, whose dog is not eating his dog food. Oh, Tim, how you doing? Katie, how are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Good. We have a 35-pound golden doodle named Finley. She's just about a year old. Okay. We actually took your class back in January. Okay, Finley. It was a great class, so thank you. Yep. Well, thank you. Um, so here's, yeah, so okay. here's the thing. So um, shortly after we took her class, we changed her, di- her diet to... Nutrisource, we got a sample from you. Yep. And we started out with the chicken and rice, and things were going fairly well. And then we kind of started to add a little bit of, uh, I quote, I call it people food, like either a little chicken or a little um, turkey or some okay. um, some broccoli, cauliflower, things like that in yep. the food. Yep. And as time has gone on, <laughs> she's been less apt to eat her kibble. Uh-huh. And she got to the point where she would like pick every little piece of kibble out of her dish and just ate the people food we gave her. Okay. So we we changed up the flavor. We changed it to the lamb and rice, thinking we just wanted to give her a different flavor, a different mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It kind of worked, but it kind of didn't work. So last Thursday we tried the t- turkey and rice. Actually, last Tuesday we got turkey and rice, mm-hmm. and then we tried one of these little stew toppers on the top, you know, mm-hmm. and that worked great for like. Two meals, mm-hmm. and then um, mid last week she uh, vomited twice, and then she got diarrhea at night. Okay, and so we called the vet, and we on probiotics, and they gave her some of that pro plan vet diet for yeah. weak stomachs or whatever. No, yeah. So we're kind of wondering. It's kind of a three prong question, Katie. It's do you think the, the switch in the food, the two foods that gave her the vomiting and the diarrhea? Okay. And was it not a good idea in the first place to put the chicken and the turkey and the veggies in her food? Oh no! And how do we get her to eat more of the dog? Food? Okay, first of all, are you re- did you are you rehydrating the food, or are you just putting the the whole kernels in there? We're putting the whole kibble in there and just putting like the quote the other stuff on top of okay, it. Okay, yeah, kind of mix it in there, so she's got to get the kibble to get the food. Right. The okay. First of all, now, if you read that, that pet food handout that I gave you is what, if, yeah. if, especially when you got bigger dogs too, but any dog, okay. Dogs weren't meant to eat dry food dry. That's a human convenience. Okay. By okay. rehydrating, if whatever kibble you're going to feed, you put it in the bowl, put hot tap water on it until it floats nicely, put it aside. Okay, most okay. rehydrate within a half hour, 45 minutes. Come back, feel a couple of nuggets. It should feel pretty soft to the center. Okay, mix it up. Now put your, like, your turkey, your broccoli, your beans, whatever, mix that in. Okay, and now yep. feed it. So everything's mushed together. Okay. She can't pick out just everything's gotcha. mixed together, first of all. Okay, gotcha. and by rotating, usually, now throw up. What did she throw up? Did she throw up food? It- it, it, no, it was in the morning, and she's done this before. If we don't give her a snack at night, sometimes it happens in the morning. It's like that green foam. Yep, that yep bile. Stuff. Yeah, it's called bile. Yep, the bile. Yep, yep. yep. And, 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 and so I, I think it's because she wasn't eating very well. Mm-hmm. She didn't, we didn't want to give her a lot at night. Right. And so that happened the next morning. Then she had the diarrhea that night. Okay. And she had it two or three times. She just woke us up in the middle of the night and ran to the door. I let her out and she went out. Oh, nice. Boy, you're lucky on that one. <laughs> yes. How thoughtful of her. <laughs> they come, Dad, yes. I got to go. Got to go now. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was. Okay. Yeah. But see, usually when they get, okay, the bile thing is, is yeah, sometimes some dogs, if their stomach gets too empty, they throw up the bile. Okay. okay. And so that's where you want to kind of, stay, like you say, give her a, like a good night treat, just something in the stomach to take her over to the morning. Right. You know, maybe, you know, right. a couple of pieces of uh, raw hamburger or turkey or, you know what I mean? Something like something that's, yep. uh, you know, not see the dry food 
is at least 50% carbs. Carbs turn into sugar, sugar turns into fat. But the thing is, is that it turns into sugar and it doesn't stay with you as long as, as a, something okay. fatty will stay with you. Whoops, we got to run. Okay. Can, you, can you hold on? we got to run a break. Here I am just sure, on, sure. on a roll, so hold on. Okay, Thumbelina, okay. Holds, <laughs> Thumbelina holds the Guinness World Record for the smallest miniature horse at how tall? Four inches, 17 inches, 3.5 inch, 34.5 inches or 5 feet. So how tall is Thumbelina? All right, we're back. There we go. Thumbelina holds the Guinness World Record, the Guinness Record, for the smallest miniature horse at how tall? 4 inches, 17 inches, 34.5 inches, 5 feet. Is it weird that 34.5 seems like too tall? Okay. Uh, yeah, 34.5. Nope, it's 17 inches. So I was right. Yep, Gosh. 17 inches. Isn't that something? Teeny tiny. Well, I'm trying to think. Oh, well, that horse probably has a lot of health issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because at that point, it's weird. like dwarfism within a dwarf exactly, species. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That, that, yeah, that's that's not a healthy, healthy candidate. Okay, let's go back to what, Tim? Yep. Tim, there you are. Yep. Okay, so what I would like you to do here is, number one, uh, now you said he, she's on some probiotics, right? She's on probiotics, and they gave her that pro plan, yeah, the wet dog food. Kind of walked that over. really get her to eat. She doesn't like that. We even mixed some chicken in with it because we yep. had to put the probiotic tablet yep. in her food. Yep. And she doesn't really like that either. Yeah. So we're kind of yeah, so Yeah, no, what you want to do is like, um, now, do, is it a capsule? For the probiotic, it's or is it a tablet? Okay. Yeah, it's got the two. Um, it's a capsule, and we actually opened it and put it in with the Pro Plan food and kind of mixed it in. Okay. But she doesn't like the the Pro Plan. Yeah, yeah. Food. So yeah, just uh, uh, take the capsule or whatever, uh, mix it uh, in with like canned pumpkin, plain yogurt. Okay. 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 But yeah, but the yeah, scrap the food. The, the food. But the thing is, is that then what you're going to do is uh, yeah, probiotic, and you also need a digestive enzyme. A digestive okay. enzyme. And if you look in my handout, you know, there's, uh, you can get it at animalessentials.com. You can get it for, at vitalplanet.com. I love theirs. You can get it at Mercola. You want to always change up your probiotic and your digestive enzymes. You don't want to stay with it ex- because they're all made just a little bit different. But anyway, okay. so you want a digestive enzyme because that'll put the, be- you know, the really help digest what she's, what she is taking in. And then the probiotic mm-hmm. is, uh, in case, you know, she's just got, you know, don't have enough enzymes in there to break down, you know, everything. Sure. So anyway, so that's what I would do. And then now when rotating the food, remember, you've got to rotate in the new food. You can't just pick one up and put another one down. You know, you, you take yeah. the new stuff and mix it like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days. Yep. Then you go 50-50 for two, three days. Some dogs, it's three, four days, okay? Every dog, until they get into a good rotation. When you've been doing a good rotation diet, for at least six months, okay, and the dog, and then once it comes into rotation again, once you rotated it in and it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it, okay? But in the meantime, when you knew things, but after they've been on a rotation diet for six to nine months, then that's when you should have, have built such a strong gut that you can open, you can give her anything and she's not going to, she won't skip a beat, right? It doesn't okay. have to be rotated in. 
but you just okay. you'll, you'll find out. But yeah, it's something what might have happened this time is that that it, you ro- you didn't rotate it. You wrote you mean you kind of you didn't right. rotate it in, and so she kind of took the header, and that's where the, that would come from. And also by rehiding okay. a lot of dogs, especially with the golden retrievers and uh, with a lot of puppies, is that they've been having trouble with diarrhea. And uh, and then they, they want to do all this stuff, and it's like no no no, rehydrate the food. Once they rehydrate the food, or it's putting it soft to the center, mix it up, put the supplements in, and give it that diarrhea all but went away. And the reason is is because okay. uh, did I say that right? All but went away. It all went away. <laughs> but anyway, um, because what happens is that that hard nugget, some dogs' digestive system just can't break it down, and it causes stress, and then they wind up with diarrhea. But by rehydrating it, you rehydrated it now. Now the stomach okay. can just extrude what it needs to. You know what I mean? Extract, okay, what it yep. needs to, and then um, and it's just easier on the gut system. So that's what I would okay. do, okay. But just remember okay. to rotate in by small bags, rotate it in. Like you're getting low on one, we're going to try a different one. And do a grain-free and a non-grain-free. Grain-free and a non-grain-free. You know what I mean? Just mix it up. People food, you know, the whole thing. It just a little raw here, raw there. You know, uh, the, the more you can mix it up. But just baby step it. Because some dogs you can just throw anything and they could care. They got a cast iron stomach. And some dogs is right. a little bit more dainty. And so you've got to build it, you know, through the probiotic, okay. the digestive enzyme, and then rotation. Okay. So when you say raw diet, you refer to like the the ground chicken and the vegetables that we're giving her in her food? Yep, yep, you can do that. And then also, too, they have formulated raw diets, you know, in the freezer section at the stores. Yep. Okay, so you can get some of those. And make sure you always uh, thought, don't give it frozen, thought. Okay, and so every once in a while, like, you know, if it's on a hot day, you know, I, w- I would throw like a um, patty, you know, to the dogs. So it's kind of like having, yep. you know, it's hot out and it's kind of like having a popsicle, <laughs> sure. giving sure. something to do. But on a regular basis, feeding cold, sometimes that can uh, be upsetting to the dog's stomach. Okay. 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 But so, yeah, so, so like if you're making a hamburger, food. if you're going to have yeah. hamburger, you know, for the, the uh, make a patty or uh, half a patty, you know, for the dog and just give it to a raw. Okay, if you're cutting up chicken, you know, just cut off a piece and, you know, don't ever give her the food as you're preparing it because then she's going to become a stalker. Okay, so just she, put, she is a stalker. Okay, and just she put it, yeah, put it aside. And so when you're all done with doing the human thing, okay, just go yep. away. Okay, and then okay. a little bit later, come back and what you had put aside for her. You can either feed it at dinner time, or it could be a snack during the day. Whereas you go put it in her dish and say, "Hey, look what we got for you." You know, so she doesn't okay. associate it with you eating or preparing. Uh, so then she bugs okay. you. Okay, that's how beggars yep. become not from eating the people food. They become beggars because you're sharing at the time you're eating. So they hang out uh, and stare you down until I'm fine here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know so that's helpful. Yeah, so don't yeah. feed them at the time you're eating or while you're preparing because that's when you're going to get okay. the stalkers. Okay, they got to okay. wait their turn. Okay. okay, and then my last question is: We are feeding her three times a day, like six in the morning, noon, and then six yeah, at no, night. No, 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 just two Some times a day. Say we should go two just, times. Okay, just two times a day. Just two times a day. Okay. This three times okay. a day only, and, and I don't know why where this has come into play. The only time a pup gets fed three times a day is if you got a giant breed, like a Newfoundland, a Great Dane. You know what I mean? The uh, Great Pyrenees. You know the big dogs, and some dogs yep. are labs that are going to be huge. Uh, is because the amount of food they need has to be broke into three feedings because you don't want two massive feedings in that stomach. So we break okay. it down into three. But otherwise, once the dog, you know, I mean, if you, you know, gets 
uh, the standard size dogs and smaller, just one in the morning, mm-hmm. one in the evening. And, and earlier, I don't know if you're listening, the one gal, she has a poodle. She just feeds it one time at night. That's it. Yeah. You know, so it's, but okay. feeding it three times a day usually winds up to become fat dogs later. <laughs> okay. So yeah, break so, it back off. So, so with this food that the vet gave us, this, this canned grow plant, um, okay, hold on. Give us enough. Okay, yeah, hold on, hold on. We got to go run to break. Okay, how many? How how long can a pet goldfish live? One year, five years, twenty-five, or eighty? Summer training is now in session at the YMCA with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers to prep you for adventures like that three-hour group kayak tour you signed up for. Guys, hey, wait up! Join the Y today and boost your summer stamina. I can't feel my arms. It's getting dark. Join at ymcanorth.org. Get help, Mr. Loon. Get help. Hey there. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday, noon to two. All right. How long can a pet goldfish live? One year, five, five years, 25, or 80 years? As much as I know, it's like relative to their care. So I think it's like what the twenty five? Twenty five years? Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, they can live. It long. is twenty five. The oldest goldfish I had, I got him like what were they call feeder goldfish. Mm-hmm. It used to be twelve twelve uh, feeder fish for a buck. <laughs> and that goldfish stayed he died he was thirteen years old and he had been <laughs> he this is during my formative years where you're moving a lot. He had been, you know, put in uh, like a five-gallon bucket. I don't know how many times. Um, he all the the ins and outs and ups and throughs and dumped on the ground, and he lived still to be. He died on Friday the thirteenth at thirteen at years 13. old. Yep. <laughs> Is that lucky or unlucky? No, I don't like Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> and I buried him. I, at my old farm in, in Marine. I gave him a burial. Good. Thirteen years. 13 you deserved years, it. Yeah. And for everything that guy went through, there is. Oh, there is. lived through your cats. <laughs> at that time, yeah, no, that Adeline has been my, you know how many cats I've had through all the years? We've been married 40 years this year, and we've had many, many cats, inside and outside. And we have never, ever, ever had a cat that was interested in the fish in the aquarium. And then, like as we were saying at break, that dang Adeline, <laughs> what happened, I came up from downstairs, and I'm looking on the floor, I'm like, what the heck is this? And I'm like, this doesn't look right. It didn't even, so I picked it up, didn't pay no never mind to it. You know, and then I put it in the garbage. And I, okay, so then a little bit later that day, I'm looking, I'm looking at my fish, and I'm like a mission of fish. I'm looking and I'm looking. <laughs> I looked behind the aquarium. I, well, he jumped. I'm pretty good about not having, they can jump out. But anyway, I'm looking at, oh, is it a dawn on me? That, that thing you found with half a fish. That, no, not half a fish. It was just the one tail fin. One oh. tail fin was left. Okay. I didn't. So that's why I was like, well, this feels really weird. I don't get, did, never even thought it should be a fish. Monstrous. <laughs> and so then, and then she proceeded, and the fish that she's gotten three all total, but like I said, for a year and a half now, I've got it so that, man, she can't even get near. Yeah, there's no way. No more snacks for you? No more snacks. <laughs> and anyway, so, uh, uh, but all three fish that she's gotten were my, sort of a better word, prize Fish. She likes the pretty ones. Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> She's got taste. Oh, yeah, taste. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to Tim. <laughs> hey, Tim. 
Do you got goldfish <laughs> and a cat? <laughs> Do not have goldfish. Do not. Oh, you're lucky we well, if you have a cold. Goldfish is fun. But anyway, all the are is carp. I don't like rats, though, Katie. Oh, you don't? Know, like <laughs> oh, the pet no. rat I had was really, she was really a nice rat. I don't <laughs> like the white ones because they, you know, it, those, I buy anything. I buy cats, horses, anything. Give yeah. me the willies. But anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what can I say? Okay. Now, as far as your question now about the food, what, why don't you refresh? Yeah. So my last question about, so she's scheduled to be spayed this next week. And so this being sick and stuff and the diarrhea kind of made us a little concerned but she's not even eating this canned pro plan food. She just does not like it. So it's, any ideas what we can do to maybe get her to eat some of that? No. Or do we walk it over to the garbage and put it in there? Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. the thing is, is that dogs are smart. She's smart. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so it, she doesn't need canned. Just start rehydrating the food. Okay. And go okay. back to her regular, you know, start out with Now, when did she, when did she have the diarrhea? How far out are you? Uh, it, it would have been, let's see, this is Sunday. It would have been, like, Thursday. Okay, how's her doo-doos now? They're, they're not completely solid, but they're not... Good. It's not liquid. It's more like... <sighs> frozen yogurt yeah okay like dairy queen everybody everybody's doing this picture of doo-doo looking like that right (laughs) but anyway uh they're very graphic you're very good at describing okay no you're more than welcome okay what i would do is take like a half a rations of what you normally would feed her you know the dry food okay okay put it in a bowl float it with hot water put it aside okay okay wait you know, then come back, and then when, when all the water's gone, check a couple of the nuggets, and if they're putting her soft to the center, okay, then put your whatever's in, okay? Uh, put I would put a couple t- uh, tablespoons of canned pumpkin, because pumpkin's very unique. If you can't go, get you going. If you're going too much, it slows it up. It, you know, it's good fiber. So anyway, okay. so yeah, and then give, give her that. And my guess is that okay. she will be fine with it, uh, because, okay. uh, and, and try that. Because the purpose of the the. I don't understand the purpose of the can other than so I do believe canned food, you know, for some dogs depends on their digestive system, but it also it's better for like, if you got to give medicines because most dogs, you know, the canned food stinks so bad and dogs, things love, love things that stink that you can give, you have a good, pretty good time giving them the, the medicines that they need with the canned food. Okay. Yeah, but as far as what it contains, the food itself, it's not, you know what I mean? You do better just doing like right. the Nutrisource. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you can and give her, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, raw. But but just remember, when people, have, when the dogs have either been throwing up or have had a bout with diarrhea, everybody is in too big a hurry to get back to their normal rations. You've got to allow the animal's stomach for just like humans. You've been sick for a while. You can't go back to eating your four sandwiches a day right off the bat. Right. You baby right. step your sick because your system has been kittywampus for a while. So you've got a bit. So now instead of starting out with four sandwiches the first day, you feel good. You know, you have maybe ice sandwich. Well, that went down good. The next day, well, maybe we'll have you know, a sandwich and a half or two or sandwiches. So you baby step yourself in. So that's uh, to everybody out there in the dog world. That if your dog has been throwing up or having diarrhea, stop the food. The dog is not going to pass away. You know, everybody thinks when the dog doesn't eat right, oh my God, alarm barrels. No, dogs know. And then what, what people start doing is trying to tantalize it to get them to eat. And what happens mm-hmm. is that, yeah, then the dog knew better, but boy, boy, you know, that steak on top of it was pretty. And all of a sudden you're back into having diarrhea again and problems. So give this to some time to repair, rest, and move forward. Okay? Okay. So so in general then, hydrate the food. It's okay to put the broccoli or the carrots or whatever mixed in there. Yep. 
and then and then do a probiotic and a digestive Digest- enzyme. Yes, those are the thing. The couple of things that I, yeah, I would start going, start doing. Okay, okay, okay kid. I appreciate oh, good. it. Good, good luck. Thank you, Katie. You Kate, take care. You have betcha. A good day. You bet. Keep me posted. All right. Yeah, that. Uh, like I say, everybody is just such a big. Have you found that? Ellie, as far as people in your dog, in the dog world, you know, well, my dog was sick for, you know, a couple of days and they really want to, they want to go straight back and get the dog eating what he well, was I've, eating. I've seen that too when I'm dog sitting. There's a particular concern with a dog not eating. But I, I think about it like you, like if you're a person and if you're not feeling well, or if there's a reason why, like in particular, you wouldn't be feeling well, like, like your dog just had surgery. He's coming off medications. Oh my God, he didn't eat dinner that night. It's, is it okay? Like he didn't eat dinner. We need to make sure he eats dinner. What can we add to his dinner to make sure he eats yeah. it? Yep. But also, if you just got surgery and we're coming off a of medication, you might not be hungry and you might skip dinner that night. Or if they, you did attempt to eat, throw up. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you're like you say, you're coming out or you're on drugs or you're not just not feeling right. You know, you, when a dog isn't feeling right, you got to look at the big picture. Is he running a temperature? Number one. Okay. If he's not, okay, did he get into something that I didn't see that caused his stomach to go kitty wampus? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the thing is, is back off on the food. You know, when they get the diarrhea, you're feeding the diarrhea by trying to get them to eat. You know, the better thing to do is maybe give them a, you know, depending on the size of dog, you know, give them a couple of tablespoons of a canned pumpkin because that's just fiber. It's easy for the stomach to, you know, work with. And then, but don't be in a hurry to get them back to their full rations. Baby step it. Well, you've talked fine. about this. There's a lot of pressure to like have like this regularity to your yeah, dog's diet. Like same thing every day, same times. Like, make sure it's the same amounts. You never change anything. And if he misses one of those meals, then ah. like your dog's like going to crumble into dust, it seems. Yeah, yeah you crumble into dust. That's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but that is very true. You know, but it, when humans, like, you know, I just don't feel like breakfast this morning. No alarm and whistles and bells are going, oh, she didn't eat breakfast. Ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? Or, I'm, you know, I'll pass on lunch. Yeah. You know, but more normally I would eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But, you know, today, but... But nobody, but boy, that dog misses, you know, one, you know, all alarms are calling, people are calling vets and, and it's just, it's just like, like Stanley gets into blueberries and and dead fish he finds on the shoreline and then he (laughs) doesn't eat dinner that night and Mm -hmm. we find, you know, some poop in the woods and we're like, well, we know what he ate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's why unless your dog is like lethargic. Mm-hmm. You know, his head is down. You know, his his demeanor has really changed. Take his temperature. Always take a temperature first, okay? Because in that way, there. You know, if you're dealing with something, something, okay. But anyway, then go look at look at the demeanor of the dog. So don't, excuse me, don't hit the panic button. Everybody hits the. I always give it the forty eight hour rule. Okay, mm-hmm. and knowing everybody knows their pet, they really do. If they take the time to not panic and just assess and see how things are going, so. All right, where are we at? Well, we got another caller on. We got Mike. He's been sitting around for a while. He's, right. His cat is, uh, they just redid their, their laundry room, and he's not going number two in his box anymore. Uh-oh. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. well Thank you. You betcha. Um, oh, wow, you've yeah, got a nice, you've got a nice got radio a, voice. Uh, about a 20-pound cat, oh, uh, a tuxedo cat. Oh, cool. And we remodeled our laundry room. Um, and we have the, we've got two cats. They have two separate litter boxes. They share to piddle, mm-hmm. but now the tuxedo cat has decided not to, uh, drop poop in the box. He'll drop it as close to like a foot away from the box or all the other one, the other, other end of the house. Okay. But he won't go in the box. 
Okay. Um, and right before he goes, he gets kind of the zoomies. He runs from one end of the house to the other, and then you follow him someplace, and he, he hunches up and poops wherever he is. Okay. Um, now, this did this coincide with their remodeling uh, of your laundry room? Yes. Or had yes. he done it? Had he he had not done it prior to that? Correct. Okay. And so, how long has this been going on? Um, a little over a year, year and a half. Oh my! Oh, okay. So this isn't just like a couple months. So he's been doing no. this for okay, okay. And so then, um, mm. uh, what's what does his doo doo look like? Is it dry, or you know, like really? Does it look really hard and dry, or does it's dry and uh, you know one inch pebble type size? Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. So what the deal is here is my guess is that you feed dry food. And, Correct and, and and wet. Okay, but okay. What and how old is a cat? Uh, about six or seven years, I'd say. Okay, okay, okay. So the thing is, is what's happening? You know, what's uh, every every cat, just like every human, is different. Is that some cats, uh, when they even though you're giving canned and dry, that the dry matter they can't compensate enough drinking at all to to, um, to compensate for that dry matter. So what I would do is pull this cat off of all dry food, just give him solid, you know, the the canned food, and then I would start adding a little bit of, make it kind of like a just a thick gravy, add a little bit of warm water to it, so so you're getting more moisture into him, all right? And so, but I would mix the dry cat food, because if this has been going on for about a year, year and a half, okay, this is, uh, like I said, it's definitely, what he's associating is the, uh, when he goes into the box, those dry doo-doos are really hard to push out. And, the, and so it's like, oh, that hurt. And so what they do is start equating that. It seems like when I go in this box, it happens in here. So they kind of, like you say, have a zoomies or they're trying to figure out in a panic. Okay, we're, we're, I got to get it. I, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, finally, there it is. All right. And so that's why now uh, you don't have scented litter. You, do you have non-scented uh, we've tried both. Okay, yeah. Cats do a lot better with non-scented, you know, because okay. it, it, it's, oh, the scented one is so perfumey that there's many cats that they just, nope, can't go there. Especially if he's having dry doo-doos, it takes him longer to go, and then he's inhaling it even longer, and that really sucks, <laughs> okay? Okay. So anyway, so that's what I would do is I would, for for two weeks, nick the, nick the dry, only the canned, and then add a little bit more, you know, warm water to the, the the can that you are giving it. A little bit more of a gravy, a thick gravy, all right. And at the end of two weeks, see what's happening. As far as now, has the system readjusted? Well, now they, he's got enough moisture in the system. Now the doodles are softer, and so now he likes his litter box again. Okay. Okay. And how deep should the litter be in the litter box? Um, I usually like it about like an, uh, two inches at least. You know, uh, okay. it just depends what litter you're using too. You know, like that sure. pretty, the pretty kitty stuff that's out there. Yeah, that's about an inch, inch and a half. You know, of a pretty kitty litter, and then like okay. the average, uh, and the average. Uh, are you using clumping? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that's a little bit finer, so that really grabs a lot. But I would make that a little deeper because by when it clumps, you're taking that clump out of you know, the, and then you lose that litter, right? And then it starts getting lower and lower. So. Right, but yeah, you don't want it too deep where they're digging it, you know, digging it China, you know, to, to to do it, and then they make a bigger mess. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Can I okay. ask about my dog also? Sure. Oh, wait a minute, okay. we got to go to break. Can you hold on?
Hold on, sure. and then we'll ask that when we get back. Okay, so let's okay. see what are we going to do here. You bet. Oh, where are we? Okay, Da-da-da-da. the longest Burmese python was found in Florida Everglades in 2012. How long was it? Eight point three feet, twelve point two feet, seventeen point seven feet, twenty three point six. All right, we're winding her down. The longest Burmese python was found in Florida Everglades in 2012. How long was it? 8.3 feet, 12.2 feet, uh, 17.7 feet, 23.6 feet. Whatever your longest option is, 24, they're the size of a school bus. 23, 23.6 feet. Yeah. No, it was actually 17.7. Really? Yes. That's surprising. Those things Seven, but, scare me oh so much. Oh my, <laughs> you scared of anything? I can't believe that. Good no, gravy. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not scared of snakes. 17 feet, you real, that's, oh. I'm not scared of snakes, <laughs> but let's just say the size oh, yeah. that the snakes dimension. can reach in the jungle, yeah. that frightens me. That, that is trees, trees, they become trees. Oh yeah, and they live in the trees. They're like way too mobile for how big they are. That's part of the issue. Well, you know, yesterday, did you watch Belmont last year? Like yesterday? Uh, Belmont, uh, B- no, Belmont I haven't States? recorded. Oh, good. Do you want to know how it ends? No. Aww. I have a record. Don't tell me. It's fine. Aww. Tell me. Okay. Well, first, okay. No, okay. I, I'll do it this way. All right. I won't tell you who wins, uh, but I'm going um, to give you a heads. And we talked about this before, like go, the races, racetrack, you know, yeah. aces and stuff. If there's any dapple grays or steel gray horses in the race, always bet on them. Whether you oh, want yeah? to, whether I'm you, going to Canterbury soon. <laughs> yeah. Whether you want to put it just to place. To show, or if it's a long shot, yeah. heck, go for the uh, to win, okay? Because nine times out of ten, if there's any gr- dapple gray or steel gray horses in the race, they will always place, all right? And the reason is because to get that coloring, it comes back from way back in the past. There's Arabian mixed into the genetic pool. Oh, they're good to sprinters. get that color, right? And so the thing, or no, they're distant runners too. You know, Arabians are. And so anyway, but the whole thing is, is that uh, I found, like I say, I always look at if there's any dapple gray or any kind of gray, gray, whether it's steel gray, light gray, dapple gray, I will always place a bet on it. Now I won't know the horse, I won't know the stats, nothing. I just go and put. Money on. Well, there you go. Tips for okay, you. I'll yeah. take that tip. So, so I didn't tell you who won. So you could watch. And you'll t- but keep an eye on the dapple grays. There and there's three of them in the race. Okay. I'll keep an eye on it. That's oh. a good tip. I like okay. that. Okay. There you go. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, no okay. problem. Okay. Uh, so I've got a ten-year-old purebred basset hound named Angel, and we've got her on a raw diet, beef oh. and pumpkin is uh, what she's on, and she gets along with that, provided we put some uh, pedigree, bacon flavor, uh, filet mignon flavor stuff on top of it, and it cheats it. My concern is that she's getting uh, fairly large lumps under her skin uh, and all over her body, not any one part, but pretty much all over. Yep, yep. Okay, you got your dog on an awesome diet, and then you throw crap on top of it? 
Well, that's the only way she'll eat it. Otherwise, she doesn't eat it. Okay, no. There's plenty. Of, there's kombucha that it's like a, a, a it's a bone broth that uh, that Nutrisource makes. You can put some of that on it and mix it in. Uh, you can put uh, plain yogurt. You could put canned pumpkin. You know, you can put a lot of these other things instead of that. The reason why, like the pepperonis or whatever type of stuff, is that because dogs eat according to smell. If it smells cool, they're all about it. If it smells like a cardboard box, they're not. They're not so into it. So by putting stinky stuff on it it's like hey i'm all in and so that's why what you want to do because you're feeding your dog an awesome but you also have to rotate it you you know use some chicken use some uh beef use some lamb use some you know i mean you can do formulated raw also as far as like you know every once in a while get the formulated one and throw that in mix it up for her so that you remember if it, if it smells like the same thing every time and it's not so smelly then of course when you put the real smelly stuff on it then she's all in so change the smell of what she's eating by some of the kombucha they got three different flavors for that uh like the camp up in the green the 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 greek uh Greek yogurt, plain yogurt, that's good for her digestive system. But, yeah, t- don't be putting the crap on top of your awesome good stuff, okay? Okay. So All just, right. just play good. with that, you know, like maybe whatever you're having for breakfast or lunch or whatever, share some of that with it mixed in with their food. That would be healthier okay. than what you're doing, okay? All right. Okay. Very good. Thank you much. Have a good one. Thank you. You bet. You Bye-bye. Too. Bye-bye. Yeah, that voice is really... <laughs> I know. It's incredible. Yeah, the voice would be... It's very, I love, There's been a couple of people that have called me up at Katie's Canines, and when I call them back, I'm like, you have a voice for radio. I can yeah. sit and listen to you all day. <laughs> I have to do sports vo- sports voiceovers. Oh, yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, like I said, and I know my voice. People are well, oh, you've got an un, un, uh, unwrap, a very recognizable voice. And then it's just like, you know, I listen to myself, and I don't think I sound different but for some reason uh, and anyway uh but i i think i told you this before i don't listen to my show <laughs> yeah you know and so uh and i know actors that are in huge that they don't even see, see anything they're ever in and i i get it because then you start critiquing yourself and then you get upset am i doing it right and yeah and apparently it works because people listen and people call so i'm just not gonna no critique i mean you're, you're coming up here on uh you're you're over your second decade, so I think you've been doing something right. Yeah, 21 years this year is, so that's unbelievable. So anyway, but, um, oh, geez, oops, my eyes just, I shut the thing and I wanted to say one more thing. And of course, you know, I got a real good memory, you know, but it's very short. <laughs> so, so anyway, okay, oh, uh, this time of year when it gets hot, everybody that has big dog, you know, do- especially big dogs, mm-hmm. but more so any dog, let's say a, a, a Pomeranian, even a golden retriever I've seen. I'm babysitting a Pomeranian right now. Okay. Uh, people that have, that dogs that have longer coats when it's really hot, everybody feels the need to shave the coat mm-hmm. Be- and because, oh, you've got to be hot in that. Okay. This is an analogy, everybody. I want you to remember and pass this on, Ellie. Okay. You have owls. It's insulated, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it keeps you warm in the in the winter, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when summer comes, do you take the insulation out so that because you know uh, that's the, the analogy? No. See, the insulation in it, it, it keeps your house warm, but also if you don't have insulation in your house, your your house but is going to be hot and cool. Hate if it's hot outside, you don't have your AC exactly, on. Yeah. and so that's exactly the way a dog co- coat is. God gave him a coat to protect him from. The elements, and even though it looks hot to you, it's not. Once you shave that coat, 
number one, uh, I knew one gal that shaved her golden retriever coat. And the coat, she was, I told her, don't do it. Because when it comes back in, it's very fuzzy. It looks like a, uh, um, mm-hmm. a puppy coat. It's never that nice, drapey, golden retriever coat. Okay? They're trying to regrow their undercoat. Yes. And so the thing is, is that, um, uh, same with like Pomeranians. It d- doesn't come back that nice, poofy, slicky, um, or uh, St. Bernard's. So people, we don't take the insulation out of our house come summer. Okay, the insulation in our house protects us from the winter, the cold, and it also protects us from the summer warmth. And that's the same thing with the dog. Don't think that the dog, when you take that coat away and buzz it, you're actually making them more miserable because now they're not, their system has to, you're going to find they're going to be just as hot, if not hotter, without their insulation. So please don't shave coat you know long-haired coats thinking that or poofy coats thinking that is making it no you're taking that insulation away and now the dog is even going to be hotter so okay you go watch the belmont <laughs> i will i'm excited okay and then also too uh thanks for listening guys i really appreciate it i'll be here live and with my bells on but i'll be here next week i'm going up to hugo good neighbor days and uh, finishing that off so stop up there have a beer i uh, don't if you don't train them don't blame them take care